Leslie Miles coming to you today on the topic of uh, the origin of racism according to the Bible. And so the first thing we need to establish is that the origin of racism came from Satan. And anyone who practices racism is indeed a follower of Satan. And so the first case of racism in the Bible is recorded in the book of Numbers chapter 12. And this is where Moses' biological siblings spoke against him because he had married an Ethiopian African woman. And we can determine it was the color of her skin that they were biased against because they had not grown up with Moses and knew nothing at all about his wife. But they solely uh, took this evil stance against them because they could see with their own eyes that she was dark-skinned. So keep in mind that Moses was raised for 40 years as an Egyptian in a high position, and we can find that in Acts 7, 22 to 23. And his siblings, Miriam and Aaron, were raised as Hebrew slaves under the rule of Moses' very Egyptian family. This was before Moses uh, learned that he was Hebrew. So they were not bonded to Moses in any way. But yet, as soon as they were freed from slavery, they began to criticize and grumble against Moses. And we can see that in Numbers 12, 2 and 3. And so, at this time, Moses is now 80 years old because Moses was 80 years old when God uh, commanded him to go back to Egypt to deliver his people. And we can find that in um, Exodus 7, 7. So for 40 years, they had not even seen uh, Moses. So to show God's disapproval of their evil bias, God struck Miriam, uh, Moses' sister, down with the disease of leprosy. And that's found in Numbers 12, 10. Then, not long afterward, God took the life of Miriam and she died in the desert. That can be found in Numbers 21. So after God had dealt very harshly with Miriam for being a racist and speaking against Moses for marrying a black woman, this was a huge lesson for the entire nation of Israel. They now understood how evil the practice of racism was. Therefore, no further instances of racism is recorded in the Bible during the early establishment of the nation of Israel. And so, keep in mind, the Old Testament is the history of Ham, Noah's dark-skinned son's descendants, and Shem, Noah's Middle Eastern complexion son's descendants. There is no history of Noah's white son, Japheth, recorded in the Old Testament. We only have four verses in um, Genesis 10, uh, 2 to 5. And when we research... Um, his uh, descendants, it shows that they all migrated to Europe. And you can Google that for confirmation. Also, this tells us that racism is not exclusively practiced by the Caucasian race, but it befalls other races as well, because Moses' siblings were Hebrew of color, descendants of Shem. They were not Caucasian, yet they practiced racism as well. So for the next 600 years, from Moses up until the prophet Jonah, no further mention of racism is recorded in the Bible. However, racism rears its ugly head again during the time of the prophet Jonah. And here's how we draw that conclusion. 
Jonah was a disobedient prophet. When God called him to go and preach his word in the city of Nineveh, he fiercely refused to go, so much so he tried to run away and hide on a ship at sea. But Jonah could not hide from God. So God decided to teach Jonah a lesson. The men aboard the ship threw Jonah overboard, and scripture tells us that God had prepared a big fish to swallow Jonah. So Jonah found himself in the belly of the fish God had prepared for three days and three nights, and there Jonah prayed. Then God caused the fish to vomit Jonah out of its belly, and Jonah landed on the seashore. And so after this terrifying experience, Jonah became obedient to God, and he went to Nineveh to preach the word of God. And that's in Jonah 1 through 3. And so Jonah preached the word according to the to uh, the Lord. This was a warning message from God to the people of Nineveh. God said that he would destroy that city because of their wickedness. But something happened that caused God to change his mind about the disaster he said he would bring upon them. And this is what happened. The king and all the people of Nineveh repented. And God showed them mercy. He forgave them. And scripture tells us that he did not do it. That's Jonah 3, 9, and 10. And so what this shows us about God is his nature. This is the nature of God. This is his character. That God is gracious. That he is merciful. Slow to anger. And abundant in loving kindness and one who relents from doing harm. And that's in Jonah 4 too. So one would think that Jonah would be pleased that the people of Nineveh repented. But instead, scripture tells us that it displeased Jonah exceedingly. And he became angry. So much so, he wished death upon himself. He was so mad. And so he was so mad that he went and sat under a tree in his anger. And God had a talk with Jonah, but Jonah did not see things God's way. He was still angry. And so we can find that in Jonah uh, chapter 4. And so this prompted me to research Jonah because he was an unusual kind of prophet. And I learned that Jonah was not from the tribe of Judah like God's other dark-skinned uh, major prophets like Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, and Daniel. Jonah was from the tribe of Benjamin, meaning his complexion was of a lighter tone. He had the uh, skin tone of a Middle Eastern, as all Shem's descendants uh, did. And so uh, I, I learned that Jonah was, he looked differently. And so uh, I, I certainly learned that uh, from scripture that he acted differently. And so I also uh, researched the town that God had sent him to preach in. And I learned that Nineveh was built and established by Ham's dark-skinned grandson named Nimrod. And so this created a vast majority of dark-skinned African inhabitants during the time of Jonah. And so Jonah did not like them. So then it was made clear to me 
why Jonah had defied God in the first place by trying to run away and hide from him rather than go and preach in Nineveh. And it was because he didn't like them because he was controlled by his own bias and racist thinking against black people, just like his ancestor Miriam, the sister of Moses. And so uh, we're living in a time where God is increasing biblical knowledge. And so we are learning things that God just had not revealed to us prior. So this time is very, very special, and it is a time that God is showing black people in particular not to believe um, what people are saying about us, uh, that we're not in the Bible. Majority of the Old Testament book is that of black people, but because uh, media and uh, manipulation and brainwashing all the pictures on the characters have been Caucasian. So that has confused black people about the Bible. And it has convinced many of us that this Bible is for white people. It's nothing in there is about me when nothing could be further from the truth that we know that God created Adam and Eve as black people and science backs that. And we can find that in Genesis um, And we also know that uh, Jesus Christ was a black man. And we see that when we look into Revelations uh, 1, uh, 14. And we see that he had uh, 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 woolly hair and his complexion was compared to that of brass, which is dark skin. And so God is showing us these things because he told us that he would. He told us he would increase uh, knowledge in the book of Daniel 12, 4. And so thanks so much for listening today. And I want you to research everything that I say to you so that you will know 100% that I'm bringing you the truth as God revealed it to me. And so uh, if you'd like to uh, learn more about Black people in the Bible, you can download my book, Discovering Black People in the Bible, and there you will learn a lot more uh, than what I can cover in a podcast uh, setting. So until tomorrow when we come with a brand new presentation, take care.